House Bill 1062, Work Exceptions for Minors, authored by State Representative Joanna King, and House Bill 1093, Employment of Minors, authored by State Representative Kendall Culp, both have to do with... Well, you guessed it, employment of minors. In some cases, we're talking potentially kids as young as 14. So to dive into these pieces of legislation, we have the author of one of them, State Representative Kendall Culp. Good morning, sir. Good morning. So first and foremost, what are the differences when it comes to these two pieces of legislation, or or do they somewhat go together? Well, um, I will tell you that um, this my my bill was brought to me by a business owner in my area in, in, um, in Plasky County. And so he employs a lot of teenagers, and that's what this bill does. It regulates the hours that teenagers can work. Um, and what we found out was in that the uh, federal, federal guidelines allow um, teenagers to work more hours than what Indiana guidelines do. And so I just simply drafted my legislation that we would mirror the federal standards so we were not any more excessive or any more restrictive um, in, in the hours that they can work. Um, I didn't even realize we had those restrictions in place, uh, but federal uh, restrictions just go up through up to 16 years old. Indiana regulates the hours they can work up to 18. So again, we just tried to bring those in line to where they would mirror the uh, same standards. Because if you think about that, you've got two sets of standards that a business owner has to abide by, and I'm sure it's pretty difficult to try to to uh, make sure that they're in compliance with both of those when they when they really say something different. Yeah, okay, so then the purpose of your bill specifically, House Bill 1093, uh, employment of minors, then the purpose of it is is to loosen the restrictions, I guess, for minors. Am I understanding it correctly? Yeah, from a, from a state's perspective, basically with the state law the way it is, we're telling, we're telling teenagers it's okay to work less hours. And boy, and with the workforce uh, issues that we have today in this country, and I just think that's sending the wrong message that we think these these teenagers, along with their parents, need to best decide what what's appropriate to work. You know, a lot of them are in sports and they don't have time to work. Mm-hmm. Not everybody fits that mold. And some kids want to continue their work experience outside the traditional classroom setting and, and get a job after school or something. And this would allow that to happen. Has it had its first reading in committee yet or, or where's this piece of legislation at? So, uh, yes, the timing is good. Actually, uh, just yesterday, um, it passed um, third reading, which would mean it it made the final vote on the House floor. Now it goes to the Senate. Um, So it is heading over to the Senate for the second half. So they will be considering this bill in February uh, on that side of the chamber. So it is advancing. For the most part, I mean, what's been the overall response to it? I mean, obviously it did well in the House. It's headed to the Senate. But what's the consensus when it comes to House Bill 1093? Sure. It's, it, passed, it passed yesterday pretty much along party lines. It was mm-hmm. about two-thirds of the House voted in favor um, and about a, a, a third opposed. So there are those that, that don't feel like that um, Indiana should um, conform with federal standards. They would like to be more restrictive so kids do not have the opportunity to work as many hours. Um, and that's just a difference of opinion. I grew up on a farm, so I certainly knew what work was on our farm. I mean, I wasn't paid to work on our farm. That was just kind of an expectation. And and today, you know, it's my turn to operate that that business. And so, um, again, it, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that we can learn from working at a young age. You know, the 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 business owner that called me said that the the young young man he was a 16, I believe, and he said he was just trying to save money to buy his first car. And what a great incentive to work when you have a goal that you want to buy something like that. The mother called me, said we want the son to work. The business owner called and said he, we he, we want him to work. 
And at that time, he had a he had a time restriction that he had to he couldn't work past 9 p.m., for example. And it depends on your age, and it depends on if it's a school night, a school weekend night, or a summer during the summer. And again, those are decisions that um, that I think are best made by the parents and the and the students in this case. But you know, they gave me a good example: is if they if he was playing sports. Maybe they were on their way home from a an away ball game. They would still be on the bus, and that seems to be acceptable. But being at a at some place where you're actually working and, and earning some money, that's not acceptable. And I don't think the government really should be in the place to tell a parent when's the best time for their student to be at work. You know, I can identify with that a little bit. I grew up at a small, my parents own a couple of small businesses, still do. Um, and I grew up in that world. And I was working at my father's furniture and flooring store as early as 12. Um, so so I can identify identify with that. But let me ask you this. When it comes to, you know, uh, your bill here, specifically House Bill 1093, and the, um, the other bill I mentioned, 1062, work exceptions for minors. I mean, what's the ultimate problem here trying to be solved with pieces of legislation like this? Well, again, mine was very specific to a constituent uh, concern. And once I delve into that, um, I didn't realize that there was that extensive amount of law around, uh, you know, teenage workforce, um, hours worked and that sort of thing. So, again, those are there for for protections. And, and I think that's that's important, right? We want to protect um, our youth and, and make sure they don't get taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. And my bill continues to, to protect that. Uh, the other bill you referenced, 1062, um, it was more specific to um, compulsory. If, if you if you were exempted from compulsory attendance and you were above the eighth grade, and and again that's specific to different types of um, communities. So maybe a non-traditional um, education experience um, would allow, for example, if if they got done with their schoolwork at at one o'clock in the afternoon. This the, the concern was that the bill or the law currently maybe would not allow that student to go and have a have a job uh, for a few hours after school, maybe stocking shelves in a grocery store or something. 1062, even though that was not my bill, that allowed for some of those exceptions as long as the parent signed a waiver and let the business know that it was okay with them if they did that. So they were continuing, really, education beyond the classroom setting into the workplace. And I think we all know that, that we all need to have good work habits and show up to work on time and prepared to finish a job. And uh, a lot of times employers today are saying it's hard to find those skills in in um, in a workforce, especially some of the younger workforce. So that's kind of a that's kind of a, a jobs training is what I would say piece of legislation. Um, I know that there's been some concern about that. But uh, again, the, the, the point on all of this is these these are not mandatory things. These are options. And if and if your child wants to work and you want your child to work, and they're you know doing well in school and they have time to work. I think that's a great thing if they want to go another route or you don't prefer to not have your kids work or they're playing sports or have other activities. That's perfectly fine too. Kendall, really quick, let's let's have a little fun here. Um, there's a lot of Republican-led states right now making these pushes to. I'm going to say roll back uh, child labor laws, reduce some child labor laws, modify them uh, to some degree. What would you say to folks, uh, primarily on the left, um, what would you say to those folks who say, you know, Republicans are doing this uh, and it's an abuse of children or instead Republicans should maybe look to immigrants to solve worker shortages? And what would you say to those folks on the left? Well, first of all, this isn't about children. This is about teenagers. So this is this is youth. 
Um, these would be any, anybody really 13 to 18 is what we're doing right now. Um, I would say, though, that, you know, there's a lot to learn from firsthand experience and from, um, from having a job because with that job comes responsibilities. And, again, if you've grown up in a rural area, mm-hmm. give this as an, as an example. You know, maybe you, as younger, you, you detasseled corn on a farm or baled hay or something like that. Maybe you delivered newspapers or stock shelves at a grocery store. Um, those are life skills that, that can be that can be learned at that young age. And uh, and I think that's really important as, as we look forward because, again, education continues beyond the classroom setting. And if we can learn some of those life skills, I think that's that's really important, plus the fact the youth is making some money along the way. So I think there's a lot of good lessons there that we can learn. And so, um, again, I have no problem if, if a parent says they don't want their kids to um, to, to hold a job, that's fine. But eventually, eventually that's going to have to happen. Yeah. Yep. And so I think we need to look towards really the, 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 the long-term future viability really of our communities. Um, and, and a lot of these rural communities in Indiana, we're losing population, which means we have less workforce available. And so there's more jobs available. Um, I think we have to be open-minded about that. And, and again, look to some of these life skills that can be learned and we're going to be hopefully a more productive society and better citizens because of it. Amen to that. And, you know, furthermore, a a paying job, whether that's stocking shelves, uh, delivering newspapers, or like me working in a furniture and flooring store, a far better use of time than scrolling through a smartphone or or staring at a screen. Allow me to add that. Really great stuff this morning. Uh, We appreciate your time. Maybe as this bill, your bill specifically, starts to, to move through the Senate, we can have you back on for an update. That would be great. I would look forward to that. All right. We appreciate your time. That's State Representative Kendall Culp joining us here on Whoa Whoa. Podcasts by Federated Media.